I know a lot of you guys are asking for my reaction to last night's scrimmage that Alice Silver disguised as the NBA All-Star Game. As soon as the ratings are released, which I hope will be later this afternoon, but as soon as the ratings are released, we are going to get into that. Trust me, that was an absolute travesty. I understand now why Michael Jordan sold the Charlotte Hornets. I would imagine that the icon of icons wanted to put as much distance between himself and this garbage that is the modern NBA. We'll get to that negativity once the ratings are released, but I wanted to start the week with something a bit more positive. I have been critical of Charles Barkley and the polished turd that he hosts on CNN called King Charles. By the way, I appreciate all the positive feedback from you guys on the CNN documentary that we did last night. We're going to continue the Rise and Fall series. I'm hoping to do the WNBA next, but if you have a suggestion, something that you want me to cover, shoot me an email, btlkc84 at gmail.com. Anyway, one of the main criticisms I have of Charles Barkley when he's working the CNN dump, he just doesn't seem natural. We don't see the Charles Barkley that we see on TNT. It's not a a lot of chemistry between Charlie and Oprah shoe polisher Gail King. Seems to me the only reason Charles Barkley agreed to do this show was so his boo Gail could collect millions of dollars in woke welfare. He is completely out of his element on CNN. They are asking him to analyze Donald Trump. Orange man bad. He's doing these these awkward interviews with Stevie Kerr, they're having these conversations where no one really knows what to say. Gail King tries to manufacture drama, proving that she is completely useless on this show. It just, it just doesn't work. However, when Charles Barkley is in his element, when Charles Barkley feels comfortable enough to be brutally honest, he is television gold. Last night, TNT, they gave Charles Barkley an impossible assignment. Actually, they gave him two. First, they asked him to save the broadcast of the NBA All-Star Game. These so-called stars in the NBA, they weren't doing anything even remotely entertaining on the court. That shit looked like a game in the WNBA Finals. It was atrocious. But number two, TNT asked Charles Barkley to sit next to the most detestable, insufferable, cancerous the most overrated player in the history of the NBA. TNT asked Charles Barkley to share the stage with Draymond Green. You know, I don't hate anyone, but if there's an adjective right under hatred, maybe disdain, that's how I feel about Draymond Green. I cannot stand this fuck. Professionally speaking, there is not a single redeeming quality about Draymond Green. He's a nuisance. I think he's a cancer to the NBA. If I was the mayor of the city of Indianapolis, I would ban Draymond Green from visiting my city. Last night, while the real stars of the NBA were doing light cardio, Draymond Green, he was doing what he does best complaining. I hate Indianapolis. Why is it so cold here? Dre Dre likes to be warm. Where's my emotional support walrus? He keeps Dre Dre warm at night. Yeah, uh, it doesn't matter what you think. No one cares. Why was Draymond Green even at the All-Star game? Fans didn't vote for you. Coaches didn't think you were good enough to be a reserve. Why are you here? Why don't you do us all a favor and get off my TV? 
I have been to Indianapolis several times. Yes, I have even been there during the winter. Indianapolis, I think, is a great city, but it's too cold for Dre Dre. He was complaining about the snow outside. He was talking about how excited he was for next year when the NBA returns to their preferred city, the City of Rainbows, for All-Star Weekend. Next year, the All-Star Game will be in the dump of dumps, San Francisco. For anyone interested in going, let me do you a favor. Check this out. This map shows the best areas of San Francisco to enjoy a freshly baked turd. If you are a connoisseur of the poo, San Francisco is the city for you. Steamed, fried, baked, sautéed, whatever your preference, San Francisco has you covered with the San Francisco treat. While Dre Dre might be excited to invite his NBA friends to the City of Rainbows, Charles Barkley is not. He took a moment to perfectly describe why he is dreading going to the dump of dumps. I blanked out the visual for copyright reasons because they were showing the scrimmage that was the NBA All-Star game, but listen to this for yourself. Let's not have another All-Star in Indiana. If you had a chance of being cold or being around a bunch of homeless crooks in San Francisco, when you oh, that's no, we don't. Yes, we do. You can't even walk around down yes, there. Yes, you can walk around. Yeah, with a bulletproof bag. I don't know who that woman was who said, we love San Francisco. But she's right. Homeless people love San Francisco. Normal people are getting the hell out of there. San Francisco is a beautiful city. Weather is fantastic 12 months of the year. It reminds me of New York City because everything is within walking distance. But San Francisco is the ultimate example of what happens when you allow woke politicians to have control of your city. Remember when Daddy G visited San Francisco a few months ago? California Governor Gabby Newsom, he contracted the services of the poo patrol offered by the WNBA. Those dump divers, they had the city cleaned within a couple of hours. Daddy and Gabby were seen walking the streets of San Francisco. There wasn't a speck of litter on the ground. No paper, no needles, no take-home boxes of fresh turds. Homeless Harry wasn't passed out sleeping in the turning lane. It was what you expect a major American city to look like. As soon as Xi boarded his plane back to Beijing, they fired up the boodle furnace and the city was once again covered in turds. This is one of the most wealthiest cities in the world. People living in San Francisco are paying out the ass in taxes. And they can't walk out of their front door without being approached by someone begging for money. Or without playing hopscotch on the sidewalk to make sure the fresh merchandise doesn't end up on the bottom of their stilettos. San Francisco has some of the highest crime rates of any major city in America. If you live in San Francisco, you have a 1 in 15 chance of being a victim of a violent crime. I don't know about you guys, but I don't like those odds. There are areas in San Francisco that look like a third world country. Since 2020, 53 corporate headquarters have left the city. Remember when Michelle Obama was pushing us to eat healthier? Can't do that in San Francisco. That damn Whole Foods. They didn't understand how the local economy works. Whole Foods, they were under the impression that customers would pay for groceries. They didn't realize that consumers in San Francisco consider free bread to be a basic human right. 
All those homeless people looking for a free hotel to stay in on those colder winter nights? Got great news for them. They can stay in the abandoned Hilton. Unfortunately, if you're a preppy techie, damn near impossible for you to find clothes in San Francisco. Old Navy, Nordstrom, Banana Republic, The Gap, they all decided to leave the city. When the streets are dry and you're in full-blown withdrawal, can't depend on Walgreens anymore. They took their medicine to cities where people are actually willing to pay for them. I know Charles Barkley was being funny. I know he was exaggerating just a little bit here, but what he said was not far from the truth. Charles Barkley, though, he was not done spreading his wisdom last night. Unfortunately, Draymond Green wasn't done talking either. Charlie was on my good side because he was talking positively about my Pelicans. The stars in New Orleans, they actually have something in common with Draymond Green. Just like Dre Dre, they didn't make the all-star team. Difference is, though, Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson, they have the potential to be future all-stars, while Draymond Green has the potential to be kicked out of the league by this time next year. Charles Barkley, he was talking about my Pelicans and their potential to be dangerous in the playoffs. I hope he's right. I hope he's right. I don't think the Pels are a championship contender yet, but if they were to match up with the Kings, T-Wolves, or maybe even the Clippers in the first round, I like their chances to advance. They have shown they can beat any contending team on any night. But at the same time, they've also shown that they can get their ass kicked any night. Either way, though, it was nice to finally see someone in the national media praising my Pelicans. It was annoying to hear Draymond Green piss on him. Look, I don't mind trash talking, but if you're going to talk shit, you better have the ability to back it up. Throughout his career, Draymond Green, he's been one of the better trash talkers in the NBA. But you know, it's really easy to talk when you have Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. It's easy to talk when you're not the one expected to back it up. Once again, I blacked out the visuals for copyright reasons, but listen to Captain Doofus as he shows America why he needs to shut the fuck up. With Zion, they got probably one of the deeper teams in the NBA. I don't think anybody wants to play the Pelican if Zion is playing great. I don't think anybody's worried about the New Orleans Pelicans. Right now, I don't think anyone is worried about the New Orleans Pelicans. There is a line in the movie American Gangster, and I might have referenced this before, but this line was said by Denzel Washington, and it perfectly describes the career of Draymond Green. The loudest guy in the room is the weakest guy in the room. This dude is always talking. It's like he has this constant need to prove himself to prove his worth. Do you ever hear Steph Curry go on national television and say something like this? Did you ever hear Michael Jordan saying something like this about an opposing team? Klay Thompson, Damian Lillard, Giannis, hell, LeBron James? You know why they don't? They don't have to. Steph Curry doesn't have to talk. He doesn't have to tell you what he's going to do. He lets his game do all the talking. Draymond Green is like a fly at a picnic. He won't go away. I say this all the time. If Draymond Green was drafted by the Detroit Pistons, I don't think he would be in the NBA right now. Going on 34 years old with all the problems that he has caused, he would have been thrown out of the league. But because he is playing for the Rainbow Warriors, because he was a small part, a small, small part of their dynasty, Draymond Green is allowed to get away with things that other NBA role players would never be allowed to get away with. You know what else I find strange? 
I seem to remember Draymond Green complaining about mainstream sports media. Remember all of that talk about starting a new media? If he hates mainstream sports media, what the hell's he doing on TNT? Let me get out of here before I pop a blood vessel talking about this doofus. I cannot stand Draymond Green. I know a lot of people want LeBron James to retire. I want Draymond Green to retire. Get off my TV. But give me your thoughts on this. Charles Barkley comedically roast the city of San Francisco. That was probably the biggest highlight of NBA All-Star Weekend. God knows there was nothing else memorable about it. Hopefully, ratings for the All-Star Game will be released later this afternoon. If so, that is going to be the topic. But in the meantime, give me your thoughts on Charles Barkley and give me your thoughts on Draymond Green. Am I the only one that wants Draymond Green to go away? Let me know. Sound off in the comments below. Like, subscribe, share the video. I appreciate your support. Follow me on Twitter at KC underscore BTL 84 and I'll see you guys later.